0: Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co host, Donna Lee. That's right. Hello, everybody. And you know, Donna, I got a big smile on my face today. Because I'm sitting next to you. No, because of our guest today. Oh, the other person sitting next to you. <laughs> That's right. I am a board-certified urologist. You are certifiable mm-hmm. as a uh, professional comedian. That's right, and a little bit crazy. I cannot wait till we get those videos on YouTube. Sure. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Yes. <laughs> yep. One of my one of the partners here, Dr. Christopher Yang, mm-hmm. also thinks that he needs to upload some of his fun YouTube videos when he was a Chinese dragon dancer oh, in high school. Really? Yes. I would love to see that. I am also excited. It'll probably be one of those that gets posted and then taken down quickly by him. We look forward to that. We look. Put that that on the Facebook page and the website. You know, people ask me all the time why I became a urologist, Mm -hmm. and you know, I tell them Mm -hmm. the jokes. That's right. Really, there's a deeper reason. As a urologist, I get to be a lot of things. I get to be a surgeon, which I love. I love Mm -hmm. that part. I get to deal with (laughs) the most advanced technology on the planet: surgical robots, lasers. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And then I get to be a medical professional. I get to deal with hormone issues and chronic pain issues and all these great things like medical stone disease in the clinic. Mm -hmm. I get to be a counselor. For patients with sexual dysfunction or difficulty mm-hmm. with fertility, and you're holistic. And, love and that part. that's right. And you get to be like this extra, extra level of care. So that's why I love uh, being a urologist. We should give you a real last name. Yeah, instead of this makeup fake. doctor mystery last name. <laughs> and one of the things that I get to do a lot of is become an endocrinologist. <laughs> oh, stop. Because we do so much hormone so work. And for those of you that don't know, endocrinology is a field of medicine in which uh, in which you are not specialized. You, that's also correct that, is, that that would also i am not board certified no, in endocrinology you just know how to spell it that's and right that gives you a leg up we have had a very strong relationship with texas diabetes and endocrinology since i started practice 13 years ago mm-hmm. and one of our really great friends and partners dr karim ozer is here today right. Welcome. hey thank you so much for coming in
1: thank you very much for having me i'm a fan of the show so i'm excited <laughs> to be here
0: well good well good you are a board-certified endocrinologist. What did that mean in terms of what kind of schooling and training you went through?
1: So a board-certified endocrinologist, like you said, basically specializes in... Endocrin- 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 endocrinology. I, I need to learn practice my <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation here <laughs> too. Uh, so endocrinology basically looks at and deals with all issues related to hormones. And hormones, of course, are the little messengers in our body, in our system. There are several specific organs that produce hormones, thyroid glands, parathyroid glands. We're all familiar, of course, with female hormones, estrogen, progesterone, Male hormone, the main male hormone, testosterone, and endocrinology, just by its nature of dealing with these mass messengers, uh, one of the biggest things we also deal with is metabolism. That is, of course, how our body processes fuels, processes carbs, fats, proteins. And the main hormones, the main messengers that regulate that aspect of endocrinology are hormones like insulin and glucagon. And now we have a whole slew of fancier, newer hormones like ghrelin, which regulate things like appetite. So when you think of preventative approaches, and well-being. Endocrinology has a lot to do with how the body normally regulates its processes. And if you think of disease processes, we deal with thyroid problems, diabetes, osteoporosis, low testosterone is something I know we share, Mm -hmm. and pituitary gland issues. And of course, the pituitary gland is that little gland that sits under the brain and regulates all the other hormones in the body.
0: So what's an interesting thing about endocrinology is that there's so much perceived overlap between what you would think a primary care doctor does and the kinds of medicine that an endocrinologist does. Your comment about them being little messengers, endocrinology, there are hormones that you can check levels of so you have numbers on a piece of paper, but it really affects everything in your body from how you're thinking and feeling to how your body looks to how your heart rate's working. To how strong you are. I mean, these little messengers are really what make us work, right? Absolutely. And that's what I love the most
1: about endocrinology. It's really about how everything talks to each other and how we can optimize different things to help people achieve their best potential. Uh,
0: well, it's too bad you can't cut on people because then uh, that'd be the, <laughs> it, <laughs> that would be that. That I leave to you. It, it would be the first best field of medicine <laughs> to go into. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you today about were uh, thyroid issues. The thyroid has always been like a complex, confusing organ. Uh, why don't you tell us what does the thyroid do and what does it make?
1: So the thyroid is a butterfly-shaped gland. It it's it's right in the middle of the neck, kind of sits right on top of the Adam's apple, and it makes two main hormones called T4 and T3. And T4 and T3 are the key, are key players in how our body regulates metabolism. They influence body temperature. They help regulate heart rate. They may influence things like blood pressure. And especially T3, which is a smaller, more active type of thyroid hormone, influences things that are a little less tangible, like energy levels, focus, concentration through its effects on the
0: brain. That's amazing. When you have low levels or high levels, Both of those extremes can cause symptoms, right?
1: Exactly. So you could think of the thyroid as the accelerator and the brake. And you can think of if your thyroid is overactive, if it's making too much of its hormones, you can think of your body as being on overdrive. So everything gets faster. Your temperature may go up, heart rate goes up. um, You start seeing sort of nervous system-related issues like tremors. Tremors. Pulp, uh, people weight loss, weight loss, then diarrhea, uh, not good. <laughs> I was
0: excited about the weight loss part. Of <laughs> then, then you threw in the diarrhea I part. I know, I had to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, then diarrhea spoils so many things, really.
1: <laughs> and then, of course, the other end of the spectrum is if you don't have enough thyroid hormone, which I actually personally have. I, as an endocrinologist, I'm a proud <laughs> hypothyroid uh, patient as well. If, if your thyroid levels are too low, then everything slows down. So people start feeling very sensitive to cold. Um, you start seeing a tendency to gain weight, um, dry skin, constipation, sort of the, the body's now really on a almost like a hibernation type slower uh, track.
0: And so, like, when I have a patient with low testosterone, mm-hmm. sometimes their number may be on the low end of the normal range, but they still are very highly symptomatic. And so those are people that we, you know, so often will treat just to see if they feel better. Um, would you say that that sometimes happens with thyroid disease that people could be kind of borderline, but 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 still highly symptomatic?
1: So there are a couple of different schools of thoughts here, and I, I'm going to tread lightly here. I want to make sure I get out of here alive. <laughs> if my, any <laughs> of my colleagues are listening, <laughs> oh um, and some of this, <laughs> oh boy, indeed. Uh, so and some of this has to do with how the field evolved, um, and how the normal ranges, the standard ranges, were developed. So. So the current TSH, so the the other hormone I want to talk about before we go into that is TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, which is the hormone the brain makes through the pituitary gland to regulate thyroid function. And this TSH is so sensitive to what the thyroid is doing that it is traditionally used as a really good sensitive marker of thyroid function. Sometimes the brain senses that the thyroid is working slower before the T4 and T3, the actual thyroid hormone levels, go down. Now, if you think about if we are defining thyroid function by using normal levels of TSH, we... Need to think about how the normal ranges for TSH were set, and a lot of these numbers came from studies in the '60s 70s um, mainly in germany and these were general population average based studies
0: which t- take into account symptomatic and asymptomatic people
1: symptomatic right? and asymptomatic people and um, and these studies the ironic thing about these studies is that the um, incidence of thyroid disease, prevalence of thyroid disease in the general population is about 5 to 10%, depending on who you read, where you look. So these general population studies had quite a bit of patients, quite quite a large amount of patients who may be on the extremes of thyroid function. More recent studies show that, especially for someone who's younger, more active, um, you may actually need to define normal TSH ranges in a tighter range. Just like the testosterone.
0: Just like the testosterone. Well, I, I, you know, I think these hormone debates are something mm-hmm. that uh, are are, are, <laughs> are going to be a similar theme. Donna, how do people get a hold of us? You can call us during the week. And this reminds me, though, when I meet a friend who's gained a lot of weight. And I'm like, why would you gain all this weight? And she says, I have a thyroid condition. And I'm like, did you ever get it checked? No. So they just gained weight is basically what it is. Well, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> no you do need tradition. to get there if I reach it. Uh, You can call us at 512-238-0762. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. And our website is armormenshealth.com. You can also listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts for free because it is award winning. We'll be right back. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com.